0: What?
1: what is up, everybody? I am Ant, and I am joined by my good friend and longtime co-host. Introduce yourself, brother.
0: Carlito's here. I still don't have a nickname yet. I'm, I'm going to come up with one soon.
1: Yo, Carlito, is that the nickname, man?
0: No, I'm just saying. No, I, I, you're you're I dropping
1: some little, uh, I feel like I'm watching a WWE show. You're dropping little hints for me, little crumbs for me to try to figure out who you're going to be. Long-term storytelling. All right, dude. Long, I, I respect it. Well, you are checking out the Uncensored Pro Wrestling Podcast, and we are here covering WWE Friday Night SmackDown from August 5th, 2022. They're live in Greenville, South Carolina. And what a way to kick off SmackDown by having none other than the Bloodline show up backstage, Roman Reigns looking good, the Usos looking good, all of them have all the gold in WWE. I didn't,
0: I didn't get like why the Usos were driving when, when Roman wasn't even driving.
1: Like why does Roman
0: have, why does Roman like get get like uh, get like somebody to drive him but the Usos have to drive their own car? <laughs> that was like God, random I as fuck. But, like, like what the hell? Like the Usos can't get a, the Usos can't get a ride? What the fuck?
1: <laughs> Roman has his own dressing room. He has his own like he doesn't have his own driver. Like the,
0: Usos are the undisputed tag team champions. They should have the same access as him. I don't know. Maybe like at least maybe ride together. Like why aren't they riding together either? That's another thing. Well,
1: yeah. there's only one tribal chief, right?
0: That's facts, man.
1: Yeah they show up they're happy after you know summer slam um you know they're just ready to to ride the wave and we might find out roman's challenger later on tonight and then we go so we already
0: we already know we already know the challenger they are it it with drew mcintyre yep, like, know, be like, face off. Yeah, was yeah. like
1: yep yep sorry he was gonna actually confront drew mcintyre tonight mm-hmm. um yeah. But thank you, Carlos. Uh, So we then go to Pat McAfee and Michael Cole, and they're basically making fun of Happy Corbin losing last, well, last Saturday at SummerSlam um, to Pat McAfee. And they're, like, making little, like, they're doing, like, doodles on Corbin's face, and, like, they're showing uh, McAfee giving Corbin (laughs) a low blow and just trying to fuck with Corbin. Corbin's backstage pissed, and, you know, everyone's laughing at him, and he's like, stop laughing at me. And then Ricochet actually stands up and challenges Happy Corbin to a match. So what did you think of, um, you know, this segue into a match, having Pat McAfee make fun of Corbin and then Ricochet standing up to him?
0: It was funny. Um, I'm happy that, like, they have Ricochet on TV. They haven't had him on TV in a while. Yeah. I was, like, kind of worried for a second, but and it's good to see him. See him. Um but yeah, oh, Michael Cole, Michael Cole at SummerSlam did like great work.
1: <laughs> Fucking awesome, man! You know the oh, bully. Yeah. It's it's count so faster, fast, he's like screaming, count faster. I'm like, guy, we know who you want <laughs> <Yeah>. to win. <laughs> that's what, that's what, He's like, he's like, count Pat.
0: He's like something, Chad. He said, Chad huh. Patton. He's like, he told Chad like that was the referee's man.
1: He was like, yeah. Chad,
0: count faster, damn it for the love of god
1: chad count faster damn it or whatever it was get
0: brock under there he's We're gonna kill
1: him i loved it that's (laughs) what we need man and he yo he's feeling himself lately and i really like that man he's like i'm like pro dude um no michael
0: michael and pat pat brought the best out of him yeah yeah he has fun
1: he has fun like i have fun doing this with you carlos um but yeah, so Ricochet, it was good to see Ricochet. He hasn't been on for a while, um, so it was good to ever see him.
0: Since his, ever since his rematch with uh, Glinther.
1: How long ago was that? Was that like June?
0: Yeah, maybe like a month and a half.
1: Oh. Like, hmm. Well, like- he's back, and he takes on Happy Corbin. Here are some notes from that match. Corbin nails Ricochet with a clothesline, completely flipping him in like a 180, totally like flipping him upside down. Uh, ricochet dies off the apron but Corbin sends him into the ring post after catching him ricochet nails a standing star press and gets a two Corbin with a modified neck breaker and then a deep six which then also gets a two count and then Pat McAfee starts talking to Corbin which distracts Corbin allowing ricochet to nail a co breaker and then a flying shooting star press and ricochet gets the three count after the match ricochet Passes the football to Pat McAfee, and McAfee punts the football to the fans. So what are your thoughts on the match and then the fun little interaction between Pat and Ricochet afterwards? It's like a big party for Pat.
0: I know. The match is good. Um, I noticed they're, like, focusing more on wrestling now these days mm. than, like, more the segments, you know? Um, yeah, the match is good. Corbin's, like, doing his thing. Ricochet's doing his thing. Um, uh, but yeah, the ending was like kind of like, a little awkward. Like, what the hell? Like, They're kept playing catch with the football, and then like just threw it into the fucking thing. But you know, it was it was, uh, it was funny. It was cool.
1: It was good to see Ricochet um back on there. And fun little fact for those of you who don't know, uh,
0: give his old theme, give his old theme song back, please,
1: ASAP. <laughs> one and only. Yeah, yeah, I saw that one. He dates the ring announcer Samantha Irvine.
0: Yeah, she's pretty. I'm not
1: gonna
0: lie, she Um, yeah. yeah, she goes. She, 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 she. Whenever she announces him out, she always put some empathy on it. Ricochet.
1: That's what he says. Well, that's what she says when he uh, goes inside of her. Hello. Um, so <laughs> we then go backstage. Again, it was good to see Ricochet. Corbin's doing good. Um, am you know, you and I don't really aren't too big up big of fans of Corbin but I mean he he's all right he's
0: he's he's growing on me he he's, yeah. he's he's very talented that's one thing it's just like his his character is just like an asshole that's pretty much what it is
1: yeah well we go backstage and we see Sami Zayn knocking on Roman Reigns's door Sami of course being a um I guess a
0: very honorary, honorary use
1: yes honorary use thank you and uh the Usos come out, and Sammy and Jimmy greet each other. Jay looks pissed off at Sammy. Like, he doesn't he want
0: always, to... Jay, Jay always looks pissed off whenever he's around Sammy. I don't know why. I mean, Jay's been with Roman longer. You know, Jay kind of knows the drill. But think Jimmy's more kind of like the calm and collected one. But, it's like, but like, I want to I see some interaction with Sammy and Roman. Like, well, come think, on. Um, uh, Sammy's in on a TV screen. It's always a good thing.
1: I think Jay's mad that... Uh, Roman might have a new son, it's not him. Uh no, nah. so, <laughs> oh my god, come on. Uh, no, no, I, I don't
0: think he just he maybe he just doesn't trust them. Like, yeah. Well, maybe or maybe he's like, What was what he's the what has he done lately? Well, you like, know Sammy hasn't,
1: they're totally using Sami Zayn. Like they're just they're how you know, they're but only, Like,
0: but like what the hell has Sami done lately? Like he's, he's not a champion, he's not like what like, you're not gonna have somebody in the bloodline who's like everybody has the gold and then Sami Zayn with nothing. Like, come on. Yeah, nah, but I think
1: that's, like, an easy – I think the whole – I think my opinion is that, like –
0: Like, as we go later in the show, you'll see when Jay does say something like that. He's he does, like, yeah. we all, we all He's, like, we all leveled up, and then you're still in the same place that you were before. But it's, like, it wasn't Sammy's fault, though. He was
1: injured. I do think, though, that that's an easy answer for them to be in. I think, honestly, my opinion is that they've just been using Sammy. They think he's a clown and um you know sammy's really into this thinking that they really want him around and they're like uh no and part of the reason is because you don't you haven't leveled up but that's i think that that's their blanket reasoning i think mean, they never cared about sammy and they just used him to help roman win
0: Like remember, uh, remember a couple months ago roman beat the shit out of him like in like 30 seconds and when they like when he defended it against him remember like when it yeah, was like, it was like, it was like Brock was like hyping him up. And then like, and then Sammy got, he got the shit beat out of him. So it's yeah. like, you know, it,
1: eh. Well, for this, it's definitely, going, it's
0: definitely, going, it's definitely going somewhere. I feel it like is. this might, it's like maybe Kevin Owens, like coming, coming to SmackDown, helping Sammy Zayn or something. I don't know. Um.
1: So I know that um, they basically, Sammy basically tells the Usos that he wants to congratulate Roman on winning at SummerSlam. They tell Sammy it's not a good time, um, and they'll text Sammy when it's a good time to come see Roman. So they're just they're just schmoozing Sammy. They're just like, buddy, you're a clown, you know. Roman doesn't have time for bullshit, whatever, right? Yeah. Well, we then have our number one contenders match: Shinsuke Nakamura taking on Ludwig Kaiser with Intercontinental Champion Gunther. Although they call him Gunther. Um, and if Shinsuke wins this, he will get a shot at the Intercontinental Title. Next week on SmackDown, we get our cool Pizza Hut SmackDown classic moment of the night. And that comes from April 27th, 2000. And it's when Stone Cold Steve Austin destroys the D-Generation X bus. And that was a huge moment. Um, Fire was everywhere. Triple H and Stephanie looking to straw at the car, at the truck. It was a cool moment. But let's get to notes from the match. So the match starts in Nakamura nails an enziguri. Kaiser nails a reverse suplex. Nakamura with a sliding kick, a chop, and then a German suplex of his own. Ludwig with a European uppercut, which gets him a two count, and then a German suplex again gets a two. However, Nakamura is able to get the win with the King Sasha. Or King, how do you say it? King Sasa? I don't know how to say it.
0: King King Sasa or something like whatever. I think.
1: The it kick. <laughs> he gets the win after a three count. After the match, Shinsuke and Gunther face off. And Shinsuke basically taunts Gunther saying, come on. We know that next week Shinsuke will get his title shot against Gunther. So, what did you think of the match, and what do you think about the possibility of Nakamura becoming Intercontinental Champion next week, or do you think Gunther will beat him?
0: Okay, not gonna lie, I do not remember the match at all, but I'm sure it was good. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I don't, I don't think uh, Gunther's losing that title anytime soon.
1: Gunther. Um, i think it's gonna be a really good match because both of these guys like on separate ends of the world gunther is a great representation of the european style nakamura is a japanese strong style so it's gonna be two styles going at it And i'm excited about that next yeah. week on smackdown uh all right we then get kofi kingston backstage and kofi says that xavier woods is getting better at home And he's going to make the Viking Raiders pay for their attack on Woods last week on SmackDown. Uh, Really not that much here. It's just Kofi, you know, getting ready to attack the Raiders and we'll see what happens later on. We then go back to Sami Zayn and he is knocking on Reigns' door again. The Usos come out and they're annoyed, and they say, you know, when Paul Heyman was around, he would go in the production truck and make sure that you know Reigns' music is on correctly, the video is playing correctly, the pyro is all set up. And they ask Sammy Zayn, you know, now that Paul Heyman got injured and he's recovering, can you do that for us? Can you go in the production truck and make sure that Reigns' you know entrance is perfect? Reigns will. That will mean a lot to Reigns and Sammy's like, yeah, but but Sammy goes ahead and does it. So again, Sammy being bullied into doing what the bloodline wants him to do. And I think I think you're right. I think we're gonna see someone come join Sammy and say, you know, enough is enough, man. You don't need this bullshit. And it could be Kevin Owens. Yeah, know, uh, but he's not raw. That's
0: the thing. But who,
1: who knows what could happen? Well, fun little, uh, fun little. Maybe not a spoiler. Rumor i heard they're doing the draft in september so never know my friend um all right next we have kayla braxton in the ring and she welcomes your well our current smackdown women's champion liv morgan Liv's arm is in a sling and liv grabs a mic and she goes i am feeling many different emotions but when i look at this title and then before she continued, the fans start chanting, "You tapped out." They, they
0: yeah, this, this segment pissed me off so bad. Yeah,
1: she goes, yeah, "I appreciate lot. you calling yeah. me out on my shit." She live says, "This title means everything to me. I survived three of Rana's arm bars. I tapped only after I thought the referee had counted three. Sonya then comes out, and Sonya says, "Some people will buy your your act, but we both know you shouldn't be champion." Sonya says, "I love seeing you hurt." And I'm gonna win the gauntlet and beat you at Clash at the Castle. So let's talk quickly about this. You were upset about this, the fans. Do you think though um, that you know for storyline purposes, do you think Liv really thought that she had pinned Ronda, or do you think really do you think Liv just tapped out because she couldn't handle it anymore? She's claiming she only tapped out after thinking. I mean, all that matters is that
0: she's still the champion. That's okay. all that freaking matters,
1: okay. honestly.
0: But the fans like. Okay, they're shitting on Ronda Rousey for like months. And then and then once Liv beats her, oh, that shouldn't happen. This, that, like, and they like we we all we were all rooting for Liv like for months already, like for her to get a shot. Everyone, everyone was like behind Liv. And then they just want to turn on no, no. This had this happened to Rollins. This happened to Damian Priest, Mm -hmm. happened to Bailey. This keeps happening, like these fans, they don't know what they want. That's one or, thing that Vince said that's that Vince said one time that he's pretty much right. The fans don't know, even know what they want.
1: I think Sometimes. for me, I enjoyed the match. I didn't think they should have been booing live at all. My only problem is they they did a heelish finish for a baby face. Most of the time, the heel will tap out and cause some kind of hello. uncensored um sometimes the sometimes like you know a, a heel will tap out um you know or the the shoulder won't be down there'll be some kind of messed up um ending and i think they were trying to do sort of similar to what they were doing with the street profits at money in the bank where Um, their shoulders weren't down and Ford got pissed. I think they were trying to do something similar to that. But because she tapped and they said Liv tapped out before she got the three count, technically she lost the title. But I'm not saying that she doesn't deserve to be champion. I want her to be champion. I like her. I think she's better than Ronda. I just don't like the fact that they made her tap out because it's like – then the fans are going to say, well, you tapped out, which... Yeah, I,
0: I would have I preferred a clean finish, but it's too. like, I just, I just don't feel like she should have been booed. Yeah, oh, anything. no,
1: not not at all. I think the fans... I think... It's dumb, because it's almost like me hating on Edge for that's, Edge. That,
0: that's the that same thing that Danny Bryan said a couple years ago. Becky Lynch even fucking said it in the same yeah. scenario as Liv Morgan.
1: Becky Lynch I, said yeah.
0: a couple months ago, same scenario Once mm-hmm. oh, I, I, yeah, I think I can find the video. I'll send it to you later, but like Becky Lynch was like, oh, once Liv wins the title, you guys will like be happy for her, and then you'll turn on the same thing that happened to her. Yeah. Same thing happened with Becky. Like She won the belt. Everybody asked something. Well, again, what
1: happened Becky. with Becky? They think were, about they that. Were mad.
0: They, were mad. they were mad because Bianca lost in 26 seconds.
1: And, that, and I think it's the details that matter. They wouldn't have turned on Becky if she beat her in a 10-minute match. They wouldn't yeah. have turned on Liv Because if like she look, didn't make like her.
0: Becky Lynch returned for Becky Lynch, I think was her post, like she returned kind of as a baby face. And they were fighting and then yeah. she was fighting the biggest the biggest baby face in the company right yeah. now. I mean at the at the time, Bianca Belair. So it's like a very difficult situation.
1: I think they're dumb because the problem here is like. In my eyes, I never would have thought the fans would boo live over Ronda because Ronda. I
0: didn't either I was fucked up. I was not right.
1: But the problem is, as a fan, or just in general, Carlos. Like, let me give you an example, just sort of to hear your thoughts. Like, let's say it's Sasha and Alexa, right? And um, uh, fucking, uh, Sasha's winning. She has Alexa. Who's
0: the, who's the heel and who's the face?
1: um right now there's really no healer face they're both kind of like they're just they're just kind of they're not good they're not bad they're just they're competing for a shot at the title so there's no good or bad guy it's just a contendership match right and sasha has alexa in a cross face and sasha's able to or or alexa's able to get like a roll up in but before the three alexa taps or I'm sorry. Yeah. Before the three, um, Alexa taps, but the ref saw Sasha's shoulders down. So Sasha loses and Alexa wins. We all would be like, that's bullshit. She tapped out, you know? Yeah. But I think because we like Liv and because we have so much respect uh, for her, it's almost like we don't want to see that happen to our champion because she's fucking awesome. You know, it's like, that's my take. Why are it.
0: why are we why are we booing her though? Then
1: because they're idiots. They're fucking morons that don't know what they want. The problem is, I think WWE shouldn't do that anymore. Like they or... should
0: have been like happy. Like oh, Ronda didn't win the bubble. Because like they're sitting on Ronda. I always said I hate Ronda. Like she doesn't yeah. even like wrestling. She she's talked so much shit about the fans. Like I can find so much shit that she doesn't even like being there. You can tell in her face, like in her stuff that she does. Like she doesn't like being there. She doesn't want to be there.
1: I've lost money. The way they could have salvaged this and a way to kind of make Liv still be like a stand-up person, and then we'll take a quick break after this, is if. Rhonda were to come out on SmackDown and say, You didn't beat me fair and square. I want to reimagine. And I was like, fine, I'll give it to you. But she but she's suspended though. No, I know, but that's storyline purposing. It's not like she really got hurt or she really, you know, did something. It's a storyline she got suspended, you know. I'm saying it would have been better had she or maybe she's gone for a week and she comes back and she says, "You know what? You fucking didn't beat me fair and square." But I then, but re- then me.
0: look at this. Like, then they then they have Shayna being the one to fight Liv Morgan at the next pay per view. That's like another like, like what the hell are they doing? Like, they're really going to have have Shayna take the belt off her?
1: Well, we'll get there. We'll talk. Yeah, yeah I know. I know. Like, so yeah. we're gonna take a really quick break, and then when we come back, we're gonna be talking about the uh, SmackDown Women's Title Number One Contendership Gauntlet Match. We have Roman Reigns coming face-to-face with Drew McIntyre. And Kofi Kingston uh, is out to get the Viking Raiders. Stay with us. We'll be right back. And welcome back to the Uncensored Wrestling Podcast Friday Night Smackdown recap episode. Before we continue on with the episode, I just want to give you some quick tips on how you can check us out. We are available streaming wherever you get your podcasts, which could be places like Spotify, Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, and literally anywhere you stream your podcasts. You just- I, stream, I
0: stream mine on Apple Podcasts, by the way
1: that's where you listen to it all right that i for me i listen to it on spotify but you can listen to both whichever is is your um way to go about listening to us check us out give us um just type in the uncensored pressing podcast give us a five-star rating and check us out on your way home maybe you're on your way to work maybe you want us kick back maybe smoke to us drink to us whatever have fun um also check us out on youtube just search the uncensored pressing podcast subscribe like and hit the notification bell to stay notified when new content is created you'll get a little text message whenever a new um episode is dropped and you'll be able to click on the link and just watch the video on YouTube also leave a comment let us know your thoughts on this week's episode of Smackdown what did you like did you not like it this month If you're leaving a comment let me know how you are liking triple h's takeover do you feel like uh things are changing are you happy with some of the changes are you disliking the changes what are your thoughts all right back to us we now have our gauntlet match to determine the number one contender for the women's smackdown women's title at clash at the champions or clash at the castle sorry uh and we have sony deville taking on Aliyah in the first match Aliyah doesn't really do it for me but that's all right. I
0: like how they've been having her more and more on TV, though. That's one Yeah,
1: thing. they've been building her up a bit. But uh, Sonia sends Aaliyah into the ropes. She nails the DeVille's advocate. And she gets a three. And Aaliyah is gone. Next, Raquel Rodriguez comes out. And Raquel is looking mighty fine. Um, I know, yeah. Sonia <laughs> chokes Raquel. Raquel nails a side slam. Raquel with a big boot and a spinning elbow splash. She nails a one-arm choke slam, and that gets a three by Sonya Deville. We now have Shotzi coming back after taking many botches at Money in the Bank. Shotzi doesn't do me, dude. She fucked up her head at Money in the Bank. Um, but anyways, Shotzi's taking on Raquel. Shotzi nails a tornado det, which gets her a two count. Raquel with a fallaway slam, and then a huge one-arm power bomb, and Shotzi is eliminated. We now have Zaya Lee taking on Raquel Rodriguez. Zaya is able to apply a half Boston crab. Raquel nails a headbutt and then again victorious over Zaya Lee with a one arm powerbomb. Raquel is just looking fucking dominant here. We now have I Raquel. She call, I
0: think she called it the
1: uh, Tijuana bomb or something. Tijuana, like Tijuana bomb? Yeah,
0: something like that. Wow.
1: I love that because you don't want to get lost in Tijuana alone, man. Especially <laughs> for a lady on a Saturday night.
0: Um.
1: Ooh. So Raquel now is taking out Natalia. <laughs> yes. um, Natty attacks the knee right away. But Raquel, I hate
0: Natalia.
1: yeah, god. she's fucking. She's like a Karen, you know. It's like she's a type of person. Like, I guess I can say this: uh, if you work in like customer service, she's a type of person who, like, there's so five like, minutes to closing her, and though. they They're show like, up.
0: Since, since her like debut, like, oh god, I can't stand her. I don't never well, liked her.
1: I don't think Raquel can either because Raquel nails a roll through vertical suplex, which gets a two. Natty applies a sharpshooter, but Raquel gets to the ropes and then Natty punches Raquel in the corner. But Raquel is able to drop Natalia with a Tijuana bomb, gets a three. Goodbye. And now we have the final match. Raquel Rodriguez taking on Shayna Baszler. Shayna is able to apply a leg lock and an arm lock. Raquel nails a fallaway slam. But Shayna is able to hit a running kick. And then Shayna catches Raquel in a choke. And she bridges Raquel and gets the three. And we now know that at Clash at the Castle, it will be Shayna Baszler taking on the SmackDown Women's Champion Liv Morgan. Now, my only thought that they could add to this match to make it more uh, wanting people to want to see it. We know that Shayna is good friends with Ronda in real life. Maybe they could turn that into you fucking ruined my friend's title reign. I'm coming after you. That that would be my thought. Um, but what do you think about Shayna Baszler being the number one contender? I mean, Raquel kind of got cheated out here. She was dominant, and then Shayna gets the win. What do you think?
0: I mean, I like Shayna. She, she's, I'm glad that they're using her better than she, they were because she's great, honestly. But, um, you know, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm still rooting behind Lou. I just hope that they don't do her wrong again, like do some similar situation that they did with Ronda, like Shane. That's the only thing I'm scared about. Yeah, like they might do yeah. the same thing with Shane. I mean, Shane like you know the submission magician, or whatever they call. Like what if like she does the same thing, like dominates and then like Liv like taps out, but the referee doesn't see it. That's the only thing I'm kind of scared of. that They might do it again.
1: Then making that sort of be Now, looks- now that
0: now that, that Liv is like now we'll find out more on Friday. If she gets to see it. Maybe it was just the crowd. Who knows? Maybe it was just a crowd that was just like that night that they weren't just like, they weren't fans
1: of her, but I don't know. We'll see. Well, Well, next, we then go to Sami Zayn again backstage with the Usos, and he's like, listen, am I a member or not? You know, like, what's going on here? And uh, Jay snaps, and he basically tells him, if you don't get it together, we'll take that shirt off of you soon. You won't be an honorary member of the Bloodline. Get it together, get on our level, and let's go. Um, so I guess, you know, they're again, they're just trying to make Sammy feel like shit, telling him that he's pretty much worthless. And um, if, when is Sammy going to stand up for himself? I think that's what we're all waiting for, Sammy, to put the Usos in their place.
0: I um, mean, are, do, you think, do you think Jay's wrong? I don't think Jay's wrong.
1: Well, he's I mean, not Sammy, wrong, but, I mean, you're pretty much shit-talking a guy who's helped you win numerous times.
0: I mean, not only, like, twice, Sammy. Sam, they don't really live. I mean, I don't know
1: true but at the same token like for example you and i doing this show you and i work together right it wouldn't mm. be a two-person show if you weren't here if i weren't here right and then all of a sudden i'm like well to be honest i don't really need you i appreciate it um it's like no you fucking helped like back up usos really chill um but i do hear what jay is saying like sammy come on like you, you should be champion you are a beast take this energy apply it to the ring um, I get that, but it's it's just an easy way for them to just shit on Sammy some more. And like
0: one thing though, one I want to add to this, Jay's looking great in great shape, man.
1: Like mm-hmm. it's like
0: he he's cut out, he's cut out the, the 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 drinking, like just took in protein, like he's in great shape. Yep. And like Jimmy just stays in the same shape, like you know, that's why he doesn't wrestle with the shirt off.
1: It's the drinking.
0: Yeah, that's Jimmy though. That the Jay Jay like cut all that out. You can tell. Yeah, like, yeah. Summer Slam, like Jay's cut up, like he's fucking. Like you can see, like he's getting abs and all that shit. Like yeah, like he got he's ripped. I'm telling you that I'm like, damn. That's that that's main event Jey Uso right there.
1: Jey Uso. Well, we then um, get our next match. It's it's a squash match. The Viking Raiders just dominate over these two jobbers. And then after the match, though, Kofi Kingston runs down with a kendo stick and he annihilates both members of the Viking Raiders. Eric, I mean Ivar, gained the most attack with the kendo stick shots but then we find out after the break that we have eric taking on kofi kingston some notes here kofi with a flying cross body he gets a two kofi nails a trust fall to the outside and he ends up kicking ivar and then kofi nails a roll up and uh he gets the win there not much to talk about he did say that he'll be coming after uh the raiders again next week but yeah i mean kofi kingston just Good way to put him on TV. I guess the storyline is going to continue on where he's just going to have to go up against these guys on his own until Woods comes back.
0: Is he actually hurt, or is the storyline injury?
1: I think it's a storyline injury. They they attacked him with the shields and shit. Yeah, I know
0: I know that uh, I know that uh that Xavier Woods has issues with like ankle injuries, so it's like
1: I don't know. I mean, maybe he is hurt. I don't know. I don't know. But like the, things aren't looking good for the new day. I still like them, but I, I think it's time for them to sort of do their own thing at this point. Um, yeah, I agree. But, that
0: it's okay. like it's like I love the new was like they're kind of stale now.
1: Yeah. Well, we get a promo for the Women's Tag Team Titles tournament starting on Raw. It begins. Uh, we will be giving you our Raw recap that should be dropping sometime this weekend, maybe Sunday. I will plan for Sunday, August fifteenth, having it out. But let's keep talking about the last segment of SmackDown. The Bloodline come out to the ring and uh, Roman Reigns says there's a few things that need to be addressed he goes Brock I have respect for you but I also hate you um yeah. Brock tried to kill the wise man and then before he can keep talking Drew McIntyre comes out and Drew goes you're going to talk till we're off the air I can't wait until clash at the castle and then before anything else can happen the lights go out and all of a sudden Karrion Cross and Scarlett show up on stage cross attacks drew McIntyre outside of the ring sending him into the steps he nails a running fist to the back of Drew McIntyre's head and then Scarlett takes an hourglass and she puts it on the apron and she stares at the bloodline Karen cross Mm. then points to Roman reigns and then he points to his watch so we have a new man showing up carrying cross with Scarlett to the SmackDown main roster uh, he's taking out Drew McIntyre. He's showing Roman that he wants the title. What do you think about carrying Cross?
0: Pretty exciting. I love this. Um, this definitely all Triple H right here. Uh, yeah. You know, I, I, it's just, I just I'm I'm very curious to see where this where this goes from here. You know.
1: Fun fact: I heard that Cross is going to supposedly try to dip his toe in acting, which is why he grew out his hair. Um, oh really? Yeah, but. Triple Triple H must be a really good uh boss because these people are just coming back like nobody's business they're like yep I'm near like it's like wow like oh like, wow um but yeah I mean that was the biggest surprise of the night was carrying across I did not expect to see him what I like is the they've been talking about him doing indie shows he hasn't been talked about on WWE in a while they never bring up NXT people on WWE usually me like they don't talk about them uh on the show but yeah it was great to see Carrying cross i'm excited to see what sort of impact he's gonna have now that that he is on smackdown um let's go over quick what was your favorite moment of the night from SmackDown? uh
0: favorite moment probably the backstage uh oh, hold on, hold on. Um, i thinking of Raw. <laughs> no, no, but I'm just, um, probably the backstage segments with uh Sammy Zayn and the Usu. Oh,
1: okay. Okay, you like those. Those are, yeah, I mean, those are good storytelling, good way to kind of, you know, we're wondering what's going to happen with Sammy. For me, I liked Karrion Cross showing up at the end because I had no idea what was going to happen. I was yeah, surprised was. to see him. But, I mean, that's all it. This is our first SmackDown without Vince McMahon. Um, so, it was pretty good. Uh, I give it a B. It could have been better. But, I mean, I'm excited for next week. We know that Shinsuke Nakamura will challenge for the Intercontinental title against Gunther. I'm sure we will see some more from SmackDown Women's Champion Liv Morgan, Karrion Cross, all that good stuff. So, before we go, thank you for tuning in. I want you all to stay safe. Have a good rest of your week. Be on the lookout for our Raw recap coming out this Sunday, August 15th. And, actually, tomorrow... August 10th will be our Unforgiven in Your House. As the episode 23, dropping. It's going to be fun. So, yeah, Carlos, any last words, my friend?
0: That's everything, guys. Stay safe. I can continue to listen.
1: That's right. Thank you, Carlos. Yep, stay safe, everybody. And we will talk to you soon. Bye.
0: See ya.